0: Okay, this question has been many times asked when I quote the Chazal. I want to please uh, impress. Latrah says, "I'm just repeating a Chazal, a Gemara, and Shabbos and a Medrash that in Shemah before it comes down, it's been shown all his future, and it comes down by tzayinu, by is on desire. And now this lady has the question: We know, We come down by force. We don't want to. We don't want to come down. how do we reconcile this Chazal? My answer to that is." that, you know, a parachuter who goes into the army and volunteers to become a parachutist because he wants to be at Sanhan and he's training and training and training to parachute, and he's excited about it, By the time when he comes to parachute the first time, he has to be kicked out of the plane because he freezes up before he goes down. The Neshama wants to come down, you know, it's a big challenge, but Probably before he comes down, he has to be pushed because it's a really challenging quote. That's my best which I could explain. But this is the chazal, what we say, that the Neshama saw in, in, in previous, before he came down, his entire future and he was anxious about it. Okay, I just, I will try to have a very short. This question is all around. Who's running the system? Hashem or us? the answer is both. And both are true. We don't understand The Amram says, the Sidi Bechira, Hechrech Bechira. And that is only one answer. We do not have to have answers. The of Savova says, Hashem didn't give us any answers, only what we need. And if Hashem didn't give us an answer on that because this is not a needed thing. The opposite is It would be counterproductive of our awareness. Because in one hand, we have to be totally humble, totally reliant, and totally thankful. Only Hashem, and only Hashem, and I'm a nothing. There is when I take literally, Hashem runs the system, Hashem is the boss, the boss the is the In the other hand, I have to believe absolutely what the Torah says to me, Everything I put in front of you, everything up to you to choose. Will you choose? It's good in life. You will be life. If not, not. And actually, that's what Rosh Hashem said before. You're actually partner. Actually partner means alone, nothing. You can't, not Hashem alone does it, because He needs us. He gave us bechira. Not we alone could do it, Also, we have without Hashem nothing could be done. And these two opposites makes the absolute operation. And if there is a statement, that wherever there is two Jews, there's three opinions, okay this, I was, this is the two statements contradictory, but that creates a third opinion the actual production but
1: bravery go either right or left to make a decision good or for bad shouldn't the outcome make the, there be a difference to the ultimate
0: outcome well that's the, that's a difficult question obviously we do not have to understand does it not one thing I know I'm responsible for my deeds and at the same time I'm giving credit to Hashem that's the that's, that's the the ultimate question which we could talk and talk about And in the end we're still not going to find it in the sentence Mom
2: says. Let me, let me just take. Uh, start. There were two questions. Let me just um, take each one of themself, to, got them separately. The There's a famous Gemara. The Gemara says, "No echloi la adam shleivro, va'achshav shleivro le'fashshah It was better for a person who shouldn't be created, and now that he was created, she would check, he should check his deeds. What does this mean? So, so I, I just want to be very short. I'll give you a mushroom. A child is going to, going, going to the first grade, cheder. Now there's a shayla. Is, the, is, is, is it worth it for the child to go to cheder or not? So, what's, what's the suffix? The suffix is like this. On one hand, the Rebbe, you know, makes him learn a little bit. On the other hand, there's blacks, there's Lego, the little children to play with. Is it good for the child? Isn't it good for the child? All right? Now, if we decided it's good for the child to go to cheder, so when he goes to Cheder, someone says, you know why you're going to Cheder? You're going there to play. You're going to enjoy yourself. But if we decide that it's not worth it for him to go to Cheder, he'd rather stay at home. So why is he going to Cheder? Oh, something much deeper than he, can, that he could realize. Because his father wants to interior, which is eternity. Right? I'll bring you another motion: If my best friend takes me and throws me down into a hole. So if I hold, find this hole is full of ice cream so I said, you know why I came here? To find ice cream. But if this hole is full of nechosh and Vakravim, there's mice and snakes, so I said, why did he put me here? There must be a hidden treasure. You follow? It's better we shouldn't be here. Ach shef why should put us here? If something very deep. There's a very far away, a very deep explanation. You follow? So you see that there's two ways of looking at things. The way we look at things... It's not good to come here, and when Hashem knows why He's putting us here, that's the answer to the first question. We're about to be born. Eh, I don't want to be born. It's not worth it. No But Hashem previously said, "Let me show you how I look at things." Oh, I want to go. Hashem wants to, uh. Now, the answer to the second question, Rabbi Tal was telling you, is as follows. There is a very famous kasha from the Rambam that Yediyah, the knowledge of Hashem of our future, is a contradiction to the free will that we can have Bechira. The Rambam says a Teretz in this Kasha and the Teretz is that our concept of yiddia, our knowledge of future will be a steered to Bechira. Hashem's knowledge of the future is not a steer to Bechira. And I don't want to go into it that's the fact. And the British girl says that this is what Hashem told Moshe Ki the power won't let you go. You can't know. Because if a human being knows it contradicts his, his free will. But I know Hashem's yiddia doesn't contradict. That's the answer to the second question. In other words, like this. When Hashem s- sends us down, He tells He gives us, He opens up a window of how He looks at things, as the way He knows the future. And He says, you see, this is your future. Do you want or don't you want? It's not a natural knowledge of the future. You're right. It's impossible to know the future and at the same time have free will. Because if it's pre-designated, <coughs> then it's it. But Hashem's knowledge of the future is not a contradiction to the Bechira. This, this is Amunas Yisrael, and this is a very deep philosophical question. And if you want, Rabbi Tal, will talk about it for 20 hours, and I can even talk about it for two hours. Right? But this is not, this is not the form. And that's the answer to your question. HaKadosh Baruch Hu opens up a window, Kavyecho, how he looks at things. But as far as we're concerned, we have Bechira. And th- that's the answer.
3: Yes. In Taqnun, uh, among other places, we beseech Hashem that basically the human condition is a very frail one. And uh, in our time now, wherever you live, we see people beset by financial setbacks, all sorts of difficulties. So we say to Hashem, please take account of our condition. How can HaKadosh Baruch Hu or how can we expect that a simple person in the midst of uh, events that he can't interpret, cannot understand it, and uh, if a person loses a job or if a business goes bankrupt, somebody starts a new business, again he gets a a patch, or if Nebuchadnezzar gets a sickness, I mean, a sickness in the family, the human condition is one that he is given to Setbacks. He is not always able to understand, interpret the events. What is the answer here? I mean, ha- Kurdish Baruch was aware of our condition. We are aware of our condition. Not always can a person fight back and maintain his stability and his calmness. And that, of course, is the reason that there are so many people going to doctors today and so many troubled marriages, etc. Because the people can't interpret the events. And there isn't the a seminar on every subject, Every:
2: media. What exactly is the question? <laughs> now, every, everything you said, everything you said is beautiful and correct. but what exactly is the
4: question?
2: Let him, him say the question. and then we'll hit then then, then, then. You, I, 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 I'm, I'm afraid that your explanation of the question will be a different question. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Excuse me: I'm adding footnote, so this question, not an oh, All right, go to the footnote. He's what yes. He take? Can yes. Yes. Now, what's the food,
2: now what's, what was your question? This is That's
3: a question, question.
0: In other words, that we <laughs> can't handle all these studies. Okay. I would like to. I Repeat will, the question for them. Uh, the question was we know that Hashem doesn't give a test which you can't withstand. Unfortunately, we do see the pressures which you go through in shalom in health situations, people do crack up and drop in mental institutions and commit suicide and so on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Jewish people. But let me tell you, let me tell you, there's there's two reasons, there's two. It's very hard to distinguish to know. But one thing, let me answer your question, a bit of a question. How could really we withstand our test? The first thing is to remember all the time, everything is nothing more than a test. And if Hashem gives it to me, I'm capable, I'm capable, I'm capable. Today's very stylish, the husband should be next to her wife. I wouldn't say it's stylish, but it's not snizdig, so it's gehalten. But that's what they teach. next and She's delivering a baby, and she's screaming, yelling, and saying, you're going to be okay, you're going to have still a baby, you're great, you're going to do it, you're going to do it, and she does it. We have to do this. We have to couch ourselves. You're going to do it. Hashem is doing it. Hashem is testing you. Eventually, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. And you question why people end up sometimes in a breakdown, because people don't believe they're going to do it. People think it's a punishment, and they go on a guilt trip, and it says beyond ability, and they throw in the towel, and they don't want to work. There's a certain part of... Of Yush and Yiyush comes from laziness because we don't want to work. And to prove again from Shalheves, we, uh, from my personal experiences, that people who were actually suicidal and they were already on suicide and so on and so on, they today they're not only they are okay, but they're making other people okay, they're helping other people. People are desperately depressed and people work themselves up and throw away saccharis and pills and everything. Now, not to exclude, sometimes, yes, it could be a situation which only Shashem's and I don't know what it is, that just like a person got snucked over by a car all of a sudden or loses a limb, loses a leg, that do people get over their head, something hits them, and they, get over, they have a nervous breakdown, which was not actually because they failed in the test. This is cheshbonis of HaKadosh Baruch And again, it's not punishment. The Maral said says there's no onshin in this. There's discipline. The command, the the Oved, goes also what we look at it as punishment. Now, the first thing is what you have to know. You are hit on a workout. You are a soldier in the battlefield. and No matter what confrontation you have, you have to look at it. To, that's betochen. You have to be with our Kodesh If you do your proper established, together with our Kodesh you have to be confident. And in the end, if it didn't work out. You're not a loser at all. You never lost anything. You did what you have to do, you don't, you've done you did the best effort, and in the end, say, I'm a Kabbalah, whatever the situation is, I don't have to have the answer. One day I'm going to get the answer. That's what B'chashav is waiting for. Many times you should look forward to that life. And that's
2: the only way to deal with it. Uh, I'll have to excuse myself. Well, I'm answering your question. Everyone with his Nusach, if you notice, Rabbi Kabbalah is speaking three days, I'm speaking three days, and everyone with his Nusach. The problem that you're raising is a terrible problem. And I think that the re- that the real problem is that out that modern Yiddishkeit, I'm not talking about modern Yiddish, modern Orthodox Judaism. I'm talking about today's Yiddishkeit, is a machine Yiddishkeit. And when the machine goes wrong, then everything goes goes, goes, goes kaput, and that's our problem. And the, as exactly you said, because not, not everyone goes to shall have a seminar, exactly, because that's what we're here for. We're not here to. Rabbi Metabel said not to say most of anything, just to put meaning into life. And when, when you put meaning into life, when you're healthy, etc., etc., then you have koyach to stand by the nisyanis. But people that, that spend all their lives like machines, without makshavah, without depth, without understanding, it's just they did it like robots because, they, because they're part of a community, part of a situation. So obviously, the moment something goes wrong, you, you ever see what happens to the machine, all of a sudden, <laughs> the wrong current? You ever see a machine, instead of 110, you put on in 220? So everything goes kaput. And that's exactly what happens. So, the answer to the question is that it doesn't have to be shall have a Shalheve seminar, but we really have to start putting Mach into our Yiddishkeit. Putting heart and putting feeling and start living with, living Shemis Yisbarach and Hashem Yisbarach should be part of our lives. It's not just putting on feeling, not putting tzitzis. It's Rachman Ali beboy. And I would like to just add what you had said. There are many people who have tragedies Etc. Etc. That go. That go bananas. Etc. Etc. But we also must. Know, we also must say that there are many people, and you know, and I know, that face tragedy, and that brought out of them greatness, unbelievable greatness that they would never imagine. In different situations, there are people that fall very low, and there are people that brings out of them greatness and purity, and imuna and bitokhan, which you would never have imagined out of these very same people. So it's like everything else. We live now in a door of Nis-Yenis, more than any other generation. It's before Mashiach comes. And this is part of it. Hashem is testing us. So, and this is one of the tests. If your Yiddish cut all your life really wasn't, 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 wasn't full of hearts, then that's what happens. And I'm not trying to say Chas like Rabbi said, Oh, the people who don't take it the way they should, it proves that they were not, they're not per se. Chas there, there are certain t- times when, you know, really you can't blame people. As far as we are concerned, we taka have to bring appreciation into our lives, simch into our lives. And we will see how, how great we can be when, 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 when situations come up. And we have a lot of examples. Okay, go ahead. I, I just wanted to... Khalil, so I can't add
1: anything to what you're saying, but I wanted to say back to Brother real, something that he's given over to us many times in response to this point. I especially grew up in suburbia, and I was raised by my parents, raised to say she wouldn't be well, on a, on a, a steady diet of the idea that our lives would be better than theirs. And we were raised from little children. We expected everything to be, you know, a, a, a big dreamland, and life is not like that. I would find myself disillusioned and saying with, with every thought, why and why and why and how can I and how can I why. And when it was real real. T- Taught me where do the kairos come from? The, the, I waste all the kairos by saying why and how can I? And the minute we come to the point of acceptance, which is which, which is a, 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 a theme that, that, that Rabbi Power you know emphasizes tremendously, once we accept the, the nusianus, somehow the kite increases twentyfold, not tenfold. The the, the kites are within us as long as we not using them for fighting the hardships. If we accept them, the hardships are there. Thank you. Questions? Go ahead. Quick question. Uh, we say with Gavin every day, particularly um, in the part particular room that says, do not put your faith in man, his spirit will leave him, he will return to the earth. Uh, don't put your faith in Ibn Sadikyam, I believe um, that was quoted, the righteous people appreciate the, the Creator who made them. Now, But the truth is, we do live our lives amongst people, and their judgments and decisions affect us, our judgments of them affect them. Sometimes we need guidance from people in order to be able to have a better for ourselves. How do we figure out if there's a cloud, and there may not be a cloud, how much we have to, how we deal with that, how do we deal with the put our faith in man, don't do it, yet take enough from... The right people to give us guidance. How do we work with
2: that? Come to sort of them so we can be guided. Um, I'm going to answer the question, and uh, but of course, but tonight, that when I finish, Brazil, we'll, we'll, we'll continue. Or we'll... It short? yeah I'll be it's short. There's a pusik There's a Pasek in Chumash. Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Mesh Rabbeinu that when when he was go down and tell the people that they shouldn't go up to, to Harsinai. I already told them, go down, go down. Moshe, and Hashem And in Yiddish they say, the the Which means, you have a boy, you have a girl, and there's a shadchan, And he meets them. He, he puts them to meet. And there are problems. And he helps him, and he helps her, and he helps him, and he helps her, until it comes to the Chasenet. When it comes to the chasenet, and they're going to the yichud, he's there. No, no, now now you walk out. Right? Now, you did your job. Now, keep them together. Moshe Rabbeinu brought the Jewish people to Hashem, Hashem to the Jewish people. When it came to Sinech Hashem, and the says, now you go away. Now there's no room for the tzaddik. And that's the answer. The answer is as follows. The tzaddik is supposed to help you find Hashem. Once you find Hashem, put the tzaddik aside.
0: Thank you. No addition.
1: One question, please. Yes. Very short question. Do people go through horrible missions? And unfortunately, we'll see a lot today. Is there a purpose for these missionaries, for these people to go through, to get something good out of it, to be able to help others? Or is just their
4: own missionaries? It has nothing to do with the class. Okay.
0: I will give an answer. Not, of course, if you can make something good for the others, no question about it. I said in my previous lecture, I help you a lot because I help myself, my own family. Whatever with my medicine I share with you, That you help. But well, let me tell you a story which I'm interested to tell. A person who is a vegetable in a coma, what is an Esauyan? What is an isoyen, how good it is? It's a true story. It was very much publicized in Rav Schlesinger, the son of Rav, uh, Rav Yashif, he gives once a week he gives a class for doctors in Aloha, in ethics, Rafua. once it was attended by a very secular doctor, and the doctor approached him privately and he to him a story. In the hospital, there was a lonely man, no family, nobody looked after, a very elderly man, he was all plugged up, and he was, an virgin. He was in a coma. And I just couldn't see the pain that nobody's taking care of this man to make sure to pull the plug. How long will this man suffer? And I had Rachmanis on this patient, I pulled the plug on him, and, Of course, he died after a few hours. I got a dream that man is calling me, Bezalel Shalmaler, to courtship. You shortened my life, eleven days, and because of that, I have to go through certain punishment, certain cleanseness up there. You deprive me of this beautiful gift of suffering, eleven more days down in this world as a coma. Therefore, I call you to judgment. So the first day, it had it's a dream. He got a dream coming back, and the dream didn't stop bothering him. So he came to this Rav, told him, this is a secular doctor. What's going on here? So obviously, the Rav told him, you were a Rzeyach, you were a murderer. You see, you murdered one moment in the life of this vegetable coma man, and you actually murdered the person. You have to do tshuva. He says, if you're going to do tshuva, and if you're going to publicize the story that happened with you, and that's going to be a great tikkun for that neshama, that because of the situation, maybe that's going, they're going to relieve him from his punishment up there. It's going to make up. So you, you publicize the story if you really don't want to be in trouble. If the man is barring so much in dreams. The story was he became about Baal with his doctor, and the story is being publicized. What do we see here? That even a man in a coma, a Nisoyen is a Nisoyen, but an Nisoyen also is, is an accomplishment. Nisoyen is a miracle. When we are alive, <clears throat> we have to know if Hashem puts us on a test. The word Nisoyen has three definitions. Nesoyen is a test. Nesoyen is a miracle. Nes. Nesoyen is a flag. Lahorim Ness. But we are being confronted of a Nisoyan, no matter how hardship it is, you have to know, it has to take a miracle to make it, but I'm going to make it because the one who gave me the Nes, the Nisoyan, he gives me the Nes. If you go by one day not making an evader, one thing is not making an evader, it's a Ness. If Hashem wouldn't help us, we couldn't overcome the Yetzer Hara. So every Nisoyan so I would say yes, without Hashem, I can't make one step with Hashem, I could climb the mountains. I could climb Mount Everest. So the biggest Nesoyim with Hashem could be. And why does Hashem give it to me? And why does Hashem have to put me in a test? And also to make a nest to save me? The Horim nest, to show who you are. Show the beauty of what you are. So there's no Nesoyim no which is defeatable. I will feel or I will see the person is dying. That's also a thing. That's also an accomplishment. Yes.
2: Before we're born, that Chazal tell, show the future really isn't, isn't, isn't really uh, relevant. Impo- relevant to us in Lemaise. But there's the, a the very special message. And the message is that no one is here for his bid. And I don't want to... I'm expressing myself very, very harshly. I believe, this is my opinion, that Hitler, the the greatest of Roshoyim, before they were born, they were shown their future, that you will be the greatest Russia that ever was. And you will go through the greatest Gehenim forever and ever. And he picked and said, it's worth for me to go through all this than not be in Hashem's world. Why? This needs a long explanation. No one was ever put here for his bed. Because everything Hashem does is for the good. Kolsh came for us, Hashem did not put us here if it wasn't really worth it. This is, this is, this is a very important message. That's all Chazal, Chazal is telling us. That you should know that if you're here, it is for your good in any circumstance. Now, you have the barrier of all kinds of good. You can be a Russian Gehenim and you can be uh, a Tzalik in Gan And a Russian Gehenim, the Chazdi the, the Hashem says, is an expression of Yerushalayim. It's worth it. And the Chaz De'Hashem says, on the Pasuk, be. That way in the end of generations, way after everything, the tzaddikim will see the, Russia burn, the Rishoyim burning in Gehenim. And they say, why, is, why are they burning in Gehenim? Because they are expression of Yer You follow? And it's worth it for them. So the Chaz De'Hashem says, He says, V'at you my brother, even though the Rishoyim in Gehenim are expression of Yer Shemayim. Hevey Be those that, that are looking, and not those are looked at. I don't want to tell a little story. Just, it should be well, I once had a, when I had a car. I had a car accident. I already told you the mice. Get out. Yeah, yeah. So, so this this is already after the get out. So when I was taken out, and I was in, I was in sharet Sedik So I was so I was laying on the on the stretcher. I was, not on the stretcher on the, the table there. They were taking x-rays. <laughs> Happened to be in the hospital. His son in law is, is one of my best friends. He's a Rosh Hashiva in the Nakhon in Bechayfa. So he heard I was in the hospital, I had an accident, so he brought up into into to the room where they were taking x rays to give me a brachor for So I, I was in Shakar, I don't remember the story, but my, my friend, Binyam Kalbach, told me years later, he said, Shimshin, do you remember what you told Abraham Shulevitz when you were laying there and he came to visit you? So I said, no. You told him, <laughs> So he said, "Yeah." He says, "You don't remember?" Well, <laughs> let, me, let me just come back. Let me just finish. Hevayim and haroyim be from those who are looking and not those who are being looked at. <laughs> I gave him a brah, I told him, "You should be come to visit me, and that some people should come visit you." Coming back, all Chazal is telling us is that don't don't be a Russian Gehenim. Be a tzaddik, right? But no one was put in this world if it wasn't worth it. In the ultimate knowledge of Hashem. But what comes to the Miceh, comes to the Mice, when we are in this world, then things completely different. Then work and fight and, and build, and be a tzaddik. But there is, you understand, is Ashkovatik a problem. Is it really true that Hashem put the Hashem here for their for their, for their Ra? It wasn't worth it for them? Is it possible? No. Ultimately, no one was put here if it wasn't worth it for them.
0: I would just add to your question, why should you, we have to know what is relevant to you is this moment, that is what is relevant to you, and let me tell you an advice which I said to a person who was fighting a very bad habit, a very bad addiction, and it was in and out and in and out of his addiction, a very terrible addiction, a painful, uh, sinful addiction, so I encouraged him. And he says to me, what, what will I get out of it? I'm not going to be out of it for two years, three years, but eventually I'm sure that I'm going to fall. Here I've invested two, three years of torture, and then in the end I'm going to end up again where I am. So I told him, listen, if your year will come to you and sign you a guarantee that in three years from now you're back to zero, you still fight, your accomplishment is these three years. Every moment of fighting, every moment of accomplishment... Why should I get up? Tomorrow I'm going to get depressed again. Just get up. For this moment. Yesh koinah olom Just When I told you the story Friday night, when I said to this dying lady, fight for a moment. Even, she knows she's going to die anyhow. She can't accomplish anything. The same thing is in every tikkun, in every Nisoyan. Be happy for one moment. And let me tell you, as Rishimshin said, one of the lecturers, you could live 80 years to put on filling. You could sometimes suffer and suffer and suffer in nisoyenis to get one moment of high. Hashem, I made peace with you. I found you. And sometimes you have to f- suffer for who knows for how long to find that moment high. What's going to happen tomorrow? It's not my business. I'm not living tomorrow. I'm living now. Yes?
1: Uh, it, something was mentioned before. Uh, I, I'm thinking maybe it's a theory, maybe I'm wrong. But um, we said before about it's better we shouldn't move around the world. But then it says someplace else that you um, have to show Akhaz that so you all the myths that we can do in this
2: world we can never accomplish. Nothing so isn't that a theory? But I answered the theory. One place it says So I answered Nechla is like you're saying, is like, is like, like you're telling a little boy, is it worth it for him to go to, to go to kindergarten? It's not worth it. Him. He'd rather be at home. But that's not why he's going to kindergarten. He's going to learn Alavayz. Alavayz learns Torah. Learns eternity. That's all it means. That a person in his in his way of looking at things, is not worth it. But Hashem knows why He put us here, and that's what's the answer. Why Hashem put us here? Like you said. Because one moment of accomplishment in this world is worth more than all the Eilam Haba. Because in all the Eilam Haba, there's no single accomplishment. In this world you can accomplish, you can build. And that's why the Vilna Goyen, when he was, when he was passing from the world, and he knew where he's going, he knew where he's going. He's going to the, to the, to, 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 to the utmost tiny to be in Hashem's embrace. He was crying. Because he said, in this world, he picked up his tzitzis, he says, in this world, he says, you could buy but two kopekas, you could buy a pair of tzitzis, and you could do a mitzvah, you could accomplish. And in that world, all you could do is enjoy and enjoy and enjoy, but there's no building, no accomplishment. And that's why this is the best place to be. And that's why we want to be here. Hashem's Baruch should help us, we should be here. I would like to ask the
0: question of Shimson <laughs> Can I ask you a question? It touched a point which once we spoke about it, and I would like to get clarification on it. David the Melech says, I don't want to die, I want to live in order to tell the ma'ase ko mitzvahs and to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to serve Hashem, Yofo Shoachas. What does David learn? I don't want to die. I want to live. What does it mean? So I came up with a and I would like to get a clarification if it's true, and I would like to get your comment on that. The Mishnah says two Yofos. There's two beauties. Yofo Shoachas, Yofo Shoachas, Miko'er Yisriach Mo'el Mavu, Miko'er Yisriach Mo'el Mazeb. One split second of pleasure in enjoyment of Olam is more than all the enjoyments which is in this world. It's being explained by Gavala Musser. If you would take all the pleasure, all the satisfaction, which all mankind experienced from the Olamarish until today, put them all together on one part of one side of the scale, all the enjoyment, whatever you could name, everything which could be, I put on the other side of the scale a split-second oilam Habor and nothing. Nothing comes to split-second oilam Habor. This is one Yofor. That's what you're going to go to. There's the other mission, the, the same mission says, To live one second in this world, to do one Mitzvah, say one Omen, is more than anything which you've accomplished, which you to been going, was crying, I'm leaving this beautiful world. So I have now two yofas, two beautiful things in front of me. What do I pick? What do I give up for? It's a contradiction. Do I want to stay here to grab another moment of a mitzvah? Or do I want to be there already to get a split second of oil my bow which outweighs the whole world? So the Melech says, when we are looking at ourselves, and I'm a selfish person, I feel in the ruch terms, I would say, of course, Hashem, let me live 120 years, I'm going to meet you. But eventually, I want to come already. I want a peace of mind. the Melech said, I'm not here for me. If I could give one one pleasure for Hashem, one split second more, says, I'm willing to live if there would have been a possibility that you're going to go on living fraternity and never make it there. And oh, I have to live forever and never benefit that's what I want. I do want to live forever. I never want to die. Why? Because the saper Masako that's my that's my reward. My reward is here. I see my, my Oylem Habor with what? I did something for Rakhodesh Baruch. Because once you get up there, there's nothing you could do for Rakhodesh Baruch. You could enjoy yourself with Rakhodesh Baruch. That's the midst of it you could do only here. That's only thing. Rebjornis Nishtar was one of the great Hungarian sages, Gvaldiger Tzidikim, in an honor of unbelievable tzaddik, who everyone knew Rebjornis. He said once in Adrosha, just like that, the simplest, smallest person down in this world could do a favor for the greatest tzaddik in Oylem Habor. He says, any simple person, gives tzedakah, li'ilu nishmas, Moshe ben Amram. li'ilu nishmas of Moshe Rabbeinu, go figure out. Or let's Mishnah, li'ilu nishmas Moshe ben Amram. He does a toive for the nishama of Moshe ben Amram. Moshe Moshe Rabbeinu up in heaven, he has everything which he accomplished, but he's non productive anymore on his own. You know what he's producing? When I do, I grow for him. I do something for him. So if I have such a valuable life, so I learn b'shat, la'um iskech v'sapemaseko means, and why do I take this pshat? This is a very relevant pshat for me. Because we shouldn't think about my tachos is there. Matakhwas said, I have my own right here. Mission accomplished. I lived one day, I said one mitzvah. I quote one misoyin. Mission accomplished. I had already shar mitzvah, mitzvah. I, said, I had my shar mitzvah mitzvah. Of course I'm gonna get koiris, but that's not motive of doing. My motive of doing is I little person could do something for a Hu. What's the question? Is the pshat, <laughs>
1: <laughs> is the pshat true?
0: <laughs> 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 I want to. So can I
1: tell
2: you something? Yeah, yeah. But, but
1: uh, uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the way, she's a granddaughter from the honest I For the you hear? I can't remember the This is Meyer.
2: The oh. Okay, good. Hey, I just want to tell you one thing that I so want to say for that Matones Levionim of Pirim is Masha Bain. We should not give stuck alan mish mashalabin. We shouldn't say that because uh, we Noishabin does not but the mitzvah that 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 the Torah created has a specialty Ilan nishmis Mashara Bainu. But this is married again. He's saying, Meshachar Ben needs the Elinishmas. He doesn't need, not that he needs the Elinishmas, because there's no end, there's no end of, 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 Yes. The professor mentioned that, he
4: said that maybe that, the Medina was <laughs> made from one el feeler. So, now I know that, if one el feeler could, could, could make Medina, so all the, the Kamat 2,000 Revit, that all Eden have done to Meshach, there must have been El-Hashila <laughs> all that time, Come,
2: uh, the answer is, the answer is, what was the question? Yeah, the question know. was, I quoted a, a, a verse in the Briskarov. The Briskarov said, Vervesu the Medinis Nishkavarn for not fill of Nailach Mizrochim. Uh huh. I didn't give you that. So the answer is, every tfiller, every tfiller, that all the, all Elchayim prayed, that Mashiach should come, had a greater impact than the impact that this that this, you know who knows we that this we can't say well who knows. Every tefillah has an impact in bringing Mashiach. Bringing the Mashiach, bringing the Gu'ula has itself, itself such content such Ein right? That when we say that every tefillah builds a brick. And we imagine a building that, when you look at the building, every brick is something small and unnoticed, and has no importance and greatness in itself. This is not the mushal. This, this is not the right Moshe. Every brick, in other words, the building is so great that every brick has itself nitzchias and eternity. And every tefillah that every Jew said was for Yushalayim. This is this is greatness and eternity. It's just that we, in our metsutzemnigal world, when we say that something, something earth-shattering happened, we say, what? That something happened. And when we say you built a brick to bring Mashiach, no, it's only a brick. But it's wrong. To build a brick to bring Mashiach, this is a partnership, this is a chilek of, of Nitzchias. And even mathematically, just pure mathematically, if you take the number, eternity, take the number, ain't safe, and you divide it up, to how many tefillahs what said, you'll see what a is. you see what a is. And as I had mentioned yesterday, what, what happened, the from our tefillahs five years ago for the Mashiach? The Mashiach. Will we see it when Mashiach comes? This is what brings us life. This is what brings us parnosah. This is what brings us children. Because this is what brings us closeness to Hashem Yisborach. We care about Hashem Yisborach. We're worried about, about, about Tzara Hashkina. And everything we live is from the tefillahs of Rosh Hashanah of the Simlach HaTor Hashem Levadech. And when, 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 the, when, when the Zohar Kodesh tells us, don't daven for your own Parnasseh, daven for Simla Hashem it does not say, Bimivater. it does not mean say, you know, saying, give, give away your own, your own private pro- problems and worry about Hashem's problems. It says, the best way to solve your problems is become a friend with Hashem, worry about Hashem, and you'll see Hashem will worry about you. Even though that's not exactly what he's telling you, but that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Because every that we have from Mashiach Zedkenu, this is eternal greatness. Yes. This, this Rabbi said to explain the Rambam of Deo Bechirim. Rabbi says not to go into it. I am going into it. I will tell you the Rambam. What? I want to tell you. I want to tell you a chat in the Rambam. And I... And, I the Ramam asks about the contradiction of Yidia and B'khiril. I'm going to tell you what the Rambam answers. Check your watch. If I took more than a minute and a half, stop me. Alright? The question is, Yidia, knowledge, and free will is a contradiction. Right? That's the question. Knowledge of the future, and there should be free will of the future, is a contradiction. Because if there's knowledge of the future, I minute mean, says it's, 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 it's this thing that will be like that. So how... Can you still pick differently? The Raman says like this. Yediyah, and your question is that Yediyah, knowledge, is a stira, a contradiction to Bakhira, Right? Yediyah and Bakhira is a stira. Now, is Bakhira a stira to anti Anti materialism? What? What? Is Yediyah, I'm asking you, Rabbi Glick, is Bakhira a stira to anti establishmentarianism You don't know what it means. Ram asking you a steer. I don't know what it means. How can I ask such a I don't know? That's Ram's territory. Do you know what Yidas Hashem is? Yidus Hashem is not our Yidah. It's something else comes completely. It's a stupid question. That's what Ram says. Since Yidas Hashem is Hashem himself, and we don't know what it means, Yidas Hashem. How could you ask? You're asking Yidah is a steer to something which you don't know what it is. Look at the Ram, you'll see he says it. Let me finish. Ram says. The Ramah adds, maybe it is a steer. I don't know. Maybe it's a steer at the plot. Rama says, look in all the Navir, look in the chumash, you'll see that it's not a steer. This is what the Raman says. You look at the Raman, you'll see this is word for word. We need a whole lecture for this. Excuse That's me? That's not the topic now. <laughs> look, minute and a half, I
0: finished. Look at the Ram, you'll see the Rama says
2: it. Okay,
0: something relevant. Rama says the says
2: word for word. And yes. the ravid doesn't 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 contradict it. You know what the rabbit says the rabbit says look, the question bothers the people because you're saying because the idea is Hashem is something else. But the question bothers the people. Why just start up? Why just start up? That's what the Rabbit says. You shouldn't have started up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but the teretz is a simple teretz. It makes the kasha for a klutz kasha, and this is the Rambam's teretz, and that's what the Briskerov says that Hashem's yediyah yediyah is not a steer to bechira. Hashem to Moshe can you I know what power will do. You can't know, but I can know because Hashem's idea is not a steer. Yes. yes.
4: You mentioned it yesterday, but
3: I just a little bit confused. I want some clarification. You said that if we want to improve our lives and bring more simcha, we should worry about Hashem, so to speak. Every other. Can you explain that a
4: little bit more? I, what do you mean? How do you? What do you do?
0: Very simple. Very simple. Oh. You live today with a problem. Okay. You, don't, you can't pay your mortgage. You can't pay this. Whatever problem there is, right? So you're worrying about your situation, about tomorrow, and so on and so on. So you're worrying about yourself. If you would ask, Hashem, what do you want me to do now about this problem? What do you want me to do now about this problem? You have to make a As the said, The is a partnership. So actually the problem lets you know what Hashem wants you to do now. The goal is what you have to do now. In other words, our life today, our preparation today, is not a means to a goal, to accomplishment of tomorrow. The worry of the tomorrow is the indicator, is a means to letting me know what I have to do now. So if I can't make my mortgage payment and I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, that's, Hashem speaks to me, says, get yourself out of the bed, don't be depressed, and go out and do whatever you have to do because I want you to do Ishtadonus, represent me out in the world. But I'm not going to be matzliach, so you're not going to be matzliach. That's not the issue. But Hashem is going to give you that you're going to get, or oh, it's not going to get is also good. But at least I know what I have to do now, worry for HaKadosh Baruch interest today. So when the tomorrow situation forces you out to go to a hospital, forces you out to do business, mission accomplished, I'm a happy person, go home tonight, Hashem, I did what I had to do. Will it be, will it not? In other words, live this present moment, how, what do you want me to do today? I'm doing it, mission accomplished. But how does Hashem talk to me? He talks to me to a normal, talks to me through situations. You miss this, you miss that, and that's the way Hashem divides, talks to ourselves. That's, that's the only thing. In other words, the difference is instead of investing today for tomorrow. I'm investing the
2: tomorrow for today. The tomorrow lets me know what I have to do today. I would like to, um, without, without a question, I'd like to, uh, to, to explain something. Um, the the, the, the Rev sitting here, the, the man sitting here that, that spoke before, before previously, put a horror on my, on my lecture, on my, my Ne'ilah. I would like to say what he said, and I'd like to explain, explain a certain point. Really, it's unfortunate that what I'm saying now, it won't be on the, on the tape of the Ne'ilet, you understand? But it's something which I think that the audience should hear. I use language, in my, in my expression, a a Yochum. Whatever this means, this is disrespectful language to Hashem is Baruch. What does this mean, E'ne Yochum? Rabbi Tauber went way, way above it. Well, at least he was quoting Chazal, Hashem says, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. If you take the tapes, you'll hear the words that, that I can't, that, that Rabbi Tabla said, on Hashem is Barach. What kind of words are these? Now, the truth is, there's no such thing, by Hashem is Barach, I can't, there's no such thing as any Yochel. Baruch Yochel. It is a situation that Hashem is barach created with His will, that He Kaviyochel put a situation that has the face that Kol says we are partners. It's Zayin Of course, it's as simple, but it's important to us. I'm speaking for myself as speakers that we emphasize it more often, and we don't take it for granted that the, that the people listening to us understands and appreciates it. But of course, there's no such thing by Hashem Yisburach as any expression in Yochel, and even the words. If we wouldn't find in Chazal expressions, we wouldn't couldn't use this world, But we find in Chazal such expressions. For instance. Ba'atzaltaim yimach famous Posik. Ba'atzaltayim yimach, Ba'atzaltayim yimach The little translation is because when you're lazy, the roof will cave in. Yimach means it becomes lush moch, poor. The roof will cave in. If you're lazy, your roof is going to cave in. And Chazal say, the Israel. When the Jewish people are lazy, and they don't learn Torah, yimach. Hamekore, Hamekore means Hashem. Hamekore, mine, by Yosef, he was the one who spread out the heavens. Oisoi, soynah shalakodish baruchu. You make a moch. You make him weak. You make him poor. What does this mean? It doesn't mean chas v'sholom. Hakodesh baruch hu kol yochel. Hakodesh God will give a on any situation, but it's telling us what Hashem is barach. Set up his world, his world that we have to live with halacha in this concept that when you don't learn Torah, when you're lazy, you make Hashem, I'm using the words of Chazal, He, he, he says, Hashem says, what can I do? I can't bring the rain. Kaddosh Baruch Hu can bring the rain in any case. He could always bring the rain. It's a situation that Kaddosh Baruch Hu made. Of course. So therefore, we, when we speak Musa, as far as we're concerned, we have to have this realization. But of course, at the same time, to have the realization that Kaddosh Baruch Hu is K'al Yochal, that even the words are, sound irritating. But Chazal, Try to teach us these words, so therefore we use them. I may extend one word just to clarify
0: this point further. There's such a thing as a stadless kroivo, a stadless rehoiko. Something a stadless kroivo, which you must do. A stadless means, which not necessarily if Spencer, I can't you, be you That means, as one a kilo of a tube, a chin, feeds a person. Of course, a kurzboko feeds a person. So I'm a big boy, my wife gives me beautiful supper, and I'm sitting like that. I'm believing, Hashem is feeding a person. And I'm stopping, I don't want to eat. They say, Hashem, if you want to feed me, go ahead, feed me. I declare, okay, i become becoming an anorexic, I don't want to eat. And if Hashem will feed me, will Hashem feed me? Of course not. Of course not. Zeyn yochel. I created nature. And that's what means, I'm writing it in my book, Hashem, not one. He, he never asked a person anything. And when he was hungry... Who says, Revayan Shalom, Zish is hungry. Zish is hungry. Feed me. He never asked. He was a gewaltige Never turned to a person. But when the Gabba bought him food. and said, put him down food. He didn't sit like that. Hashem, feed me. No. Then he had to eat. He wouldn't have not eaten. And he would have died. He would have would commit suicide. Hashem can't feed him. No. I created the world. I'm bound to the nature. The statel is Everyone has to do. The statel is How much you have to go out of that? There is levels of of betochen. You should not ask any person. Only ask Hashem. Other people have to ask other person. That's a level of betochen. So we have to say, understand that we have responsibility because Hashem made Himself. He put Himself in our hand in this world that you my partner in this respect. Next question. Yes. The simple guidance is, the Selah Rav is talak minasofek. When you have a doubt about a situation, no person can decide his own and her own life on her own exactly because we are biased, we're not objective, and therefore the Mishnah says we need, we need objective eyes a Selah Rav. Now the Rav doesn't have to be a Baruch HaKodesh, says the Meral. A Rav has to be a person who is an outside objective person, knows the situation, and... Hashem gives that person the advice to tell you this are the limits, because he can't, there's no standard. The person himself, is standard is not fixed. Every day changes according to the level, according to the situation. So therefore, those type of questions cannot be answered. It cannot be generalized. Can I answer
2: can I answer? What Rabbi Tabas said is absolutely true. but but I just want to add. Sometimes, if you don't have a Rav, I just want to add one guideline, which I think it can be said. You should know, I'm I, uh, I I'm not a Rav. But I, I do know that in Chosh Mishpit, in monetary uh, disputes between people, one of the biggest foundations of halacha is hakol k'mining ha Mining is kaveya halacha in many, many ways. In other words, it, uh, your obligations to your neighbor, that's the whole is k'mining ha as is customary. I think in your question also, many things, hakol k'mining In other words, if it's the normal way for people working, people make a normal living, that's, how, that, that's what you're supposed to do. You want to have an extra buck, stay an extra night, because you want to buy a car, it's not going to work. That's where B'techan comes in. Live a normal life. Again, what the B'techan was saying is that usually we don't know what normal means because we're blind. Ask someone else. But, what is, but how does he know? How does he know? He sees a cult community on Medina. Yes. One more question? A about yes.
1: <laughs> One second. There's a question. Okay,
0: But in one word I would like to answer, there's no mitzvah to go out to work only for to give tzedakah. Especially for a woman. For me, one is a mitzvah to stay home and to take care and to be a good wife and good, a good mother and to build a home. And to go out to work just to give tzedakah, the biggest tzedakah is, oh, I said, tzedakah, ishtay your own children. And not even a man is commanded to go out to work to give tzedakah. What tzedakah is, if you go out to work because you have to make panosah, and you make panosah, you you give maizah, the mitzvah for tzedakah, but when a person doesn't have to, has money to live and could sit and learn and serve Hashem, there's no way a commandment to go out to make tzedakah because Hashem could really provide the people what they need. However, Hashem sent you out to work anyhow and you worked anyhow and you made money. So Hashem says, okay, become my messenger, do tzedakah with your money too. But there's no Indian to work for the sake of tzedakah. Yes? you say that uh, we should stay home pretty,
2: That's what I said. To make a living, you're supposed to go out with a man or a woman, but not to go out to make to, to give stock. Oh, that's to that's make so a like living, if your husband is learning the that means that he is davuk to Hashem, which is the great, which is the highest madriga that could be. Then that you have the privilege of supporting of supporting him, even though you don't seem as such a tzaddik, because you because we're we're living in a blind world. But really, his life is dedicated to Torah. I would like to ask So to you this have this chutz, but the money you're making a living. Hello. I would like to add one thing
0: about this question. a would like go out to work in order the husband see the learn, Or a single woman go out to work in order to support the children because the father doesn't support them. And I would like to make, it's not a form of an answer, just like give a little clarity about the whole thing. I don't like to use the word, a woman never goes out to work. A woman has no right to go out because a woman's role is called Kvuda Basmelech Pneva. A woman is an insider. However, that has not been erased in our times of today when women do go out. That's not going out. Because the in and out, which used to be till recently, defined by a wall, if in the home and the outside, today a wall does never define in and out. Because if the entire Times Square could be my private bedroom, and it could be locked up around and around, I'm out! And if there is an out in my private bedroom, there is an in walking on the Times Square streets for business. In other words, today, the dividing line of Chuzo in Pnim, called is not a wall, at home. And that has to be inculcated in the woman's mind. You had not been given permission to be an out person. Out person is the bulb, the husband. He goes out to light the world. With same thing. You go out to work to bring Panos, but you still have the sneers. you still have the dignity of a woman, called Quidme, and when you pick up, your responsibilities, you feel fortunate that you are serving Hashem, the Shekhinah is with you, even while you're going to the office. And by the way, going into the office, there is a pnimo, there's the sneers, the way you speak to the boss, the way you speak to the worker, you demonstrate the sneers in the outside, you're a you're inside. And just like you could be a prutzer in the private house with the television, you could be a tsnur in the outside if you go out because Hashem sends you out to make panose. And maybe this is stuck in the test. We have been challenged in this generation to prove the durability, the absolute guarantee that we are really tznurahs, that Hashem compelled women to do go out to the street and still remain with the Kedusha with tznurahs, and it's and a mission which is possible. We know many, many great, beautiful women who do go out to work and they raise beautiful children, they have regardless respect of Torah and for the children, and they help the husband to make panosah, but they're not snaps. They're not looking down at the husband, I'm making panosa and you cannot make panosa. One of the things which is today a very common problem, which I know I'm a counterfeit many, many times. Many times men come to me, if this is colonel or businessman, where the woman helps out her husband in panosa and she starts her own career. And she's pretty successful. Never mind, she thinks she's pretty successful. That she raises his nose, that her husband can never talk anymore. She has all the rights, she spends her money, and she totally undermines the whole stability which a Jewish home is supposed to be, just because of her career. A woman should never be a career person. You could use career as a tool to make a living, but that's the goal. The career of a woman is to be a mother, to be a wife, to be a housewife, and even Hashem does not give a child that. The career of a woman is to give out a feminism in such a way, the way the Torah describes it, as a eshes teres bala. And to be at snow in the house, we' not to let the money and the success of career to carry away the pride and the definition of the essence of a woman. And in a woman who does help her husband, does make money, and that woman still could respect her husband and cherish her husband and the children and appreciate her role. That's a great woman which only the generation could produce, because in the previous generation they went also the way. The Khofitschaim Srebitson ran a grocery, ran sold salt, and she made up a she put up a Khofitzkayim and the Rikiva Eger Srebson put up a Rikiva Eager, but they were Rebitson's the pride was really a husband and not what she brings the us home. Yes? Yesterday one of you, I don't remember which one made a statement nowadays the streamer can be found
1: in the hospital.
2: Halakhically speaking, Halakhically speaking, the Gemara says that angels, malachim, don't know Lashon Aramis, don't know Aramic. It's a dispute in the Rishon, what's about English, what's about, what's about the French, but for sure they don't know Aramic. <coughs> so therefore, all the tefillis, like Yukon Purkon, or like um Shmei, all the tefillis that are said in Lush and Aramic should only be said B'Tzibur, and not be Why? Because by then the, the, the angels take the Tillis to Hashem. And by Zibor, the Tsibor, the Shechina is there. Alright? So the Halaq is that when you are visiting a sick person, you can pray to Hashem in any language. Because the Shina is there. Halachically speaking, you can pray to Hashem in Aramic, because this is like a shul with ten people gathered. There is this is like a this is a mokum Hashroyas Hashchina, And Halachically you could pray to Hashem in any language where there is a sick person. So therefore I said, you see, you see that lamala that the is by the bed, by, by the pillow, of by the head of the sick person is something which is, which is expressed in halacha. So what is Beis Hamikdash? Beis Hamikdash is the resting of Hashem. So therefore a hospital where you have Jewish people sitting, lying in bed sick, this is Beis Hamikdash. This is Beis Hamikdash. And many of us can go visit a hospital without even saying a tefillah. It's a terrible thing. In the Rambam, the real mitzvah, Bikr Echole means to visit the sick and to pray for him. And once you're visiting the sick, you should also see what he needs. Today we go visit the sick, we bring some flowers, we say hello, which is a big mitzvah. I'm not trying to belittle the mitzvah. It's very important. But you're also supposed to daven to Hashem because the Shin is there. And that's what Refor Shlem is. Refor Shlem really means, Refor Shlem is really an abridged, Expression. The real expression is Hu And this is Philip Siebert, this is based on it's very important to know, when we ourselves are sick, that it's a very wonderful time to die <inaudible> for ourselves, for our families, for our children, for everybody. The Shekhinah is there. I would I would like to add uh, excuse me, what? <inaudible> yes, yes, absolutely. <inaudible> absolutely.
0: I would like to add one, one extra comment to this point.
4: I would like to. I just
2: wanted to say, Rabbi, Rabbi, don't forget, this is not a hashkafa concept. This is halacha concept, and this you know this changes things. This is haloha concept until they, until they get better. Yeah. There's one other. There's one other addition to
0: this, which also proves in Ashkofa Dig away. Hashalacha doesn't need the backing of hashkafa, but hashkafa means any haloha, any chazal which I can understand, Ashkofedig has a more impression on the person. That's the purpose of alocha. It leads the person's life. Halicho. Shlame Melech says, I have two mitzvahs in front of me. The same mitzvah, chesed. I have a mitzvah to go to funeral, chesed The base of the oval. I could be benachem Aveli. I have a mitzvah to go and dance for an achos and Kale. Both of them is the same mitzvah. Chesed and chesed. What do I do? I can do both. To go to a chesed, to go to a home of a oval. Or to go to a hospital, which is chesed It's better to go to the Beis why? Everything which was spoken, I was davening for the choyle, giving for the choyle, but let me give you something. How about me? When I go to the Besamedrash, I daven for me. I go to the Besamedrash, I go for me. I go to build myself up and to deliver something. And when you go to a choyle, and by the way, I give you good advice. I go to prisons, I go to sometimes very sick people, and I can't help. I always trained myself. Ever when I was encountered with very terrible suffering. And first I want to help this person. I must help the person. The first thing I put myself, Chas in his shoes, in that person's position. What would, I, what would I do if I would be now in prison for 15 years? What would I do now that I have to face the Malachimovus every day coming to me? That's what Sholem and says. Why should you go to Beis so well, not to Chas? It's the same Mitzvah, the same oilam Abot. But you go, house, and you're to have, but you didn't become a better man next day when you dance for the chosn of the economy. You're only nothing more than tired. But when you go to a sick person and you miss for the sick person and you do chasn with the sick person, but the greatest chasn you did to yourself, chaitan and Levi. And I just give good advice. Everyone we say, but what do we do to us in this respect? you done for that person. But by daring for that person, put yourself in that person's position, how would I react? Would I would take it to be simcha? How could I be misameyach, that person? How could I took it positively? And this thing is an art. This is something which you have to study, something which you have to learn. That always put yourself in the position of the other person and say, if I were to reach this matzah, how would I react? Am I prepared for that? And did I make enough exercise and homework to face such a matzah? And how tragic is when we hit people when they get sick in the panic, you can't talk any different chizik. You speak about betochen, see chazal, it doesn't mean anything to them because unfortunately they were, not, they were never in touch with HaKadosh Baruch on a one-to-one until something hits them. And then sometimes it's too late to bring in the proper Bitochen. And when you see such a sad thing that you want to be a a person with beautiful divir chazal, and the person doesn't get any chizik, so at least let's, we should make homework, go home, tell your family, let's be prepared, we are soldiers, this thing could happen to us too. And this is i this is actually we should be worried so high eternally and that's the next benefit of going to visit this place and to be mismarked for uh, I'm uh hearing that
4: idea of working overtime, someone should have to talk and that's whatever the that really normal amount of establishments. But let's say if someone has a, a job where he gets a set salary and he makes the statement that it's impossible enough salary to make ends meet, well let's say he has a he has to marry off a daughter and and there's no way in what he's earning that he's gonna be able to do it in working overtime without the election public.
2: I think the answer, what I said before, kavina Medina. If this is a situation that he's working overtime is not calling him killing himself, it's not calling going mishiga, it's not calling going 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 on the roof for a buck, but it's a normal situation that he works extra few hours and he needs it, and it's kavina gamadina. That's what normal people do in his situation, and he's supposed to do it. But if, it's, if it means going crazy, and you come home every night and you're you to mishiga, you have no you have no cup, not for Torah, not for Yerushalayim, not for the children, not for your wife. But you know, it, it means make, making you, you're pulling pull, pull you to pieces, then, then you're supposed to have a, bit of, David a little extra. But, but it doesn't, it's not a very working overtime. What does overtime mean? Where's the time? Where's the overtime? Who says maybe, maybe 8 o'clock is overtime, maybe 5 o'clock is overtime? If it's the normal situation, it leaves you as a normal person, then that's, that's your chiyu. All right?
0: Now, Bukhash shall not want in the end to have exactly this question answered in Lent. This question, this particular question. How much stands should put in for overtime? Yes? Uh,
3: many people have contact with the non from world, and there are those people that are pro- professionals in outreach. But for the average Balabas, let's say, what should be uh, our approach to these overwhelming numbers of people that really have no sheikhets to Yiddishkeit? I think it was Rabbi Tapper that said that Mashiach can't come until somehow that person fits himself into the plan. There are hundreds of thousands and millions of these people. Is that going to depress me in terms of my avoida, in terms of my view of becoming a Mashiach? Or do I have a feel to drop everything I'm doing and go into outreach? How can an average person stand by and see the vast multitude of irreligious?
0: I think the simple answer, from my end, I will have answer his way. Shlomo Melech calls a man, is a candle. Hashem nishmasodam. We don't have to go out to the world and preach and speak and talk. When you go out to the world in business where Hashem guides you through Ishtadlis, you know, I'm not going out to make money. Money is Hashem going to give Shoshana. but Hashem wants me out, the partner. What is the partner which Hashem needs? Be a role model wherever you are. Now, the candle... A little light pushes away mountains of darkness. If this room would be pitch dark, you put up one little match, we find direction, we find light. If you view yourself that I'm a representative of Hashem, Neira Hashem, I'm the light of Hashem, that's the Nishma Sodra and Shama in my body. And how do you enlight, how do you ignite that candle? The candle, when it burns, goes at the sacrifice of burning the wig and burning the oil, and that gives light. The Zohar says, Neir Hashem Nishma Sodom, says the Zohar. The man, the physical, biological man, is the wick, the psila. The Neshama is the flame on top of it. That's the flame, that's the or that's the light. Where is the Shaman? Mitzhah Samasim toim which we are surrounded. Nishon which is surrounded. We have to deal with The Shaman, Arosh al you should never miss Shaman. Now, Hashem gave us a wick. I was born with a body. And that has to be borne up, has to be consumed with the neshama, I have to take the dictate of the neshama. That's the light. But I have to produce oil. And produce oil is my where Hashem sends me out. Now, when you go out and day-to-day work, and you have neshoinahs, you could steal money. You could represent Yiddish Kat in a proper way, the way you behave. And you aim it you just do what Hashem, and you concentrate with Hashem. You make a Kiddish Hashem. you keep producing God. You are a role model. You are a light. And many people, I want you to know, I'm working in seminars. And let me tell you, I'm going to speak tonight in Montreal for Mokhoi Nero. Tonight? Tonight, yeah. I'm flying out. To, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I like just to proud myself. I'm flying. I don't have <laughs> slept. I had to tell it to you anyway. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I, there's a tea party in Canada for Mokhoi <laughs> Nero. Now, what is Mokhoi Nero? You not sit and learn 14 hours a day from 5 o'clock in the morning. We know it. Those who mostly know that. Baruch Hashem, they do gewalding jobs. I go out to seminar to Los Angeles, and I'm in Marzo with you. But you think I take credit? I don't take credit at all. If we would not have our Tamida Chochome, we work as one line, they the energy, they're the, they're the, that's a utility house. If you know that you have home, a wife, she's a Bas Yisroel, you have children learning Torah, and you go out making panos, you are shining, you're radiating, you don't have to talk. There's a remote, today you know, we have this car, you have this remote, control, the remote quetches, you could start up cars without touching the car, give it a quetche, whoop, the car, whoop, whoop, and it starts up. You can sit in a corner, and give a question, the guy becomes about Shuva. <laughs> you, become, you don't have to become a direct mechanic, you don't have to know philosophy. That's only the cover-up. We're talking about shtadlis. When I speak in the seminars and I ask Hashem, give me a tzlocha that the people should be with. I don't take credit because I'm already orator, professional speaker and I'm a philosopher. That's not my credit. My credit is I have children sitting and learning Torah, and I'm supporting Torah. And those are the soldiers. That's what the said. very important. That's the you also, every person has a mini koya at home. I know your children sit alone, the wonderful Shiva Bochrem. That's your koya. And you don't have to become a philosopher. Just be a role model. Be excited. Work on the outside. And do what you have to do. And remember, you are a Neira Shem. And that's the Shema which we are producing. That's the Slokha of life. And by, that's the only way it's going to be Marzah Yudin To say today, I think it's going to come like, 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 like a damp opens up. And it's going to come in massive, massive waves, Balachuvahs, but nobody ever talking to them. And all of a Mashiach will come, you're going to get shalom Aleichem, some people you never saw, in the, you think you never saw them in their life. He says, I'm you Tshuva, I'm you Tshuva, I'm Why? You pushing a button in that area impress me. Just by representing Hashem in the proper mode, proper way, you are Machzavet yid. Just they should watch you, you Machzavet yid. Any other others? And then you don't have to actually go on and talk to the No. If somebody, if somebody can do it and has this extra gift and he fulfilled his role, the first responsibility is to my wife and children. I did it to take care on them and I have a gift. Of course, you have to go out and talk. But if to neglect my wife and children to go out, you have no responsibility. You don't look. Everyone is responsible first to your own house, your own household. And I must defend myself. Fifteen years ago, ten years ago, I didn't go out as much as I go out today. My children flew out like birds; they have all their own nests already. And my wife Hashem allows me, and she, if she could go, now I could go out. because now I have no reason to say no. But I see how Hashem is doing it. At the time when they needed me home, I wasn't out. I used to come home. I used to travel for business. Shabbos always was home. That's the first responsibility. Yes. Talking about the question
4: comes up a lot. If someone.
0: About the, have the question was <laughs> the question was do you have to worry to have bad influence if you're bringing a psychologist into your house the answer is if you worry don't bring him in question why do you worry why do you worry and I must tell you I I raised children boys and girls can honor a big house of 12 children and very in a protected environment they learned in New Square they learned in des. And I started, with when I got excited, I started bringing left and right. And people asked me, aren't you, well, you bring this hippie into your house? Yeah. You bring this one, all the questions, which they're asking at your Shabbos table, and we sat for two hours and for three hours. And my children were glued to the chair and listening. Now today, Baruch Hashem, all of my daughters, they are teachers and principals and lecturers and whatever. And I said, where do you pick up all these things? He by my father at the Shabbos table, not in school. When you're confident, when you're excited, it's very nice your child should see how excited you are about your Yiddish God. How you explain Shabbos, how you explain Tfilin, how you explain Tznuas. But you could explain for a girl in front of your daughters how beautiful it is to cover your hair, how beautiful it is to be at Tznuah, to be a companionship of Baruch Hu. All the most crucial questions which is being asked. And you could answer, there's no reason to be afraid. If you're afraid, you're defensive. And that's one of the things which we, we are so, we haven't got our, and if you are afraid, I want you to know, it's not going to help if you're not going to bring about shuva into the house because you don't give anything to your child and your child is exposed to the street anyhow. You're not living in a a basement anymore. They're very, very much exposed to the friends and going out on the streets and going out to the works. And if they don't get the proper immunization at home, the proper ashkofer, they go out and the full victims immediately to to the goy Now, then you don't do it. And if you have a worry, don't do it. It's speaking for you, you have to do it as long as you're confident that you could do it. You don't have to be, you're not allowed to sacrifice the welfare of your family, not begashmiris, not berochimis, to do chesed for the outside. Chesed starts home. Once you're secured, once you know what you do, and you're secured about it, yes. And when I had these elements, I made sure they shouldn't sleep in the house, I just had them for the meal, and I walked them nice back to the dormitory where they had to be. Yes, you have to take into consideration every possible thing, which may happen. Yes? I must tell you, they only added Kedusha. If you try to fry a Yid and they know what to talk, they bring questions up. It brings, uh, only adds Kedusha. First of all, you demonstrate the Israel. First of all, I must tell you, all my teachings and all my which I share with you, I could accredit to those people who have uh, taught them. I'm a Talmud of first Sameach. People ask where do you learn everything? He says, I have a big rebellion. I'm a Talmud of all my secular Talmidim, when they became religious, they asked the questions and had to pick my brain and to ask Hashem, give me the right answer to that person. They were my Rebbe says, "Kol and you don't bring down the kedusha. And if you do bring down the kedusha, if you bring it guess you discuss baseball and politics and sh'tusim, then don't bring it. Then you're looking for that. Then you really don't bring it. Yes, we take fine. We're going to prepare for mitzvah. Yes. Question? Let me tell you, I always quote one thing, Judaism stands on two concepts, two questions have to be answered, why to be a Jew, and how to be a Jew. Today Amistad is very rich in Balochuvah movement. The Frum world is teaching the Balchuvah how to be a Jew, where the Balchuvah is teaching the Frum world why to be a Jew. And that makes a beautiful Yiddish other. And by the way, I said now it's a Barbanel, the Barbanel says very clearly, Open the view of 500 years ago that in the end of the days before Moshiach is coming, Amisov will be divided into two camps. The majority gonna to be totally assimilated. They're gonna be goyim. It's a shivaysechub. They're gonna be do tshuva. By the goy, you're gonna be a stickle goy. That's gonna be majority, and only a minority will keep mitzvahs. And both of them are gonna to have to do tshuva, because the second person the shaft adas shemekl shemat, goes on the minority and the FFBs, on the front people. And it's Mashallah from his word, and those two camps going to meet, the majority going to meet, they're going to, everyone's going to teach the other. Now listen carefully. Obviously, if there's 15 million Jews, let's call them 14 million potential baal and 1 million from Jews, that means to teach how to be a Jew, it's enough 1 million Rebbeim. But to teach why to be a Jew, you need 14 million Rebbeim. And that's what, we, and that's what we're going through today. We have to know why to be a Jew. We have to, Shalheves is actually... A merger of the Ashkofer, I give over the same lectures in a different words for a total secular Jew. We could give it to the Frumis Frumis person. Because we're speaking on the why, appreciate your role. And this is unfortunate. We see that we took Yiddish for granted. Bor Hashem was born like that, I did not ask questions. But unfortunately, we lost appreciation on the why because we never tackled it. We never, never explained it. For now, we have to explain it to ourselves, too. I think we could call tonight. You want to make a conclusion?